Hey, welcome to the first official full episode of... Uh, thank you to the cause for giving me no permission to use your classic song as my intro. Please do not sue me, but good luck if you do, because I have no money. But anyway, is a pop culture comedy podcast by me, Monica. It's a weekly podcast and think of it like the girls group chat that you do not have to make any effort in and you do not have to respond because there's no function for that cut the cameras apologies if the audio is not great the editing's not great um no apologies if you just don't like my personality because there's not much you can do about this um you know we're on year 23 there's not much changing now babe they ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine. When you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. If you are wondering... Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? Where did you find her? What is this podcast? Who am I? Well, this is... Uh, foolishly, I completed a fine art degree and graduated during a pandemic and specialised in performance artists, so naturally I am... Um, unemployed and have returned to my family home. I just want my life back. All my friends have jobs and partners and I am stuck here. I'm going to find me, Darren! So why not have a baby and that baby can be the podcast because no one would... Child services would not let me have a child. Boom, a child. But I've been trying to do this podcast for like over a year now and every time I've just I can't be bothered um in all honesty but I'm trying it now I've started I've committed to it and now it's too embarrassing to flake out we've got this far I can't leave now why are you running why are you running and thank you to everyone who did actually listen to the trailer it turned out not just to be five friends who I told to listen to it actual real life people who I do not know did listen to it out of choice so thank you to them loves it to my actual friends who I did force to listen to it um thank you and guess what I'm gonna read you out their initial responses to the trailer All Jade had to say was, Monica, I'm crying. Why does it sound like you were just talking to us? And she also commented on how I just let the awkward silences sit. And I'm okay with that. I straight up said from the get-go, I'm not editing this professionally because I am not getting paid to do that. Carolina had to say, Monica, this is giving me YouTube blogging in 2009 vibes. Well, so rude. Um, please don't compare me to Zoella, Carolina, please. How that woman is pregnant when I do not think she knows what sex is, is beyond me. And then the whole group chat conversation just ended with everyone going paedophiles. Because, of course, I decided that's how to introduce my podcast by saying I'm going to be talking about... PSA, a PSA. Let's give you a PSA. 
this is a podcast that comes from a left-wing perspective. Um, so it won't change unless I do get sponsored. And then I will... I would do it for a check and you would do it too. But for now, this podcast... I guess to start, what do I have to speak about this week? Well, this week I have to speak about Lawrence Goddamn Fox. Um, I have been, frankly, trolling this man online for so long now. Um, he has not blocked me yet, which is infuriating me, and only just eggs me on more. Um, have me and a friend attempted to spread the rumour that... Lawrence Fox is a big name in the chemsex scene. Yes. Yes, we have. Wait! What is the team? The girls are fighting! No! <laughs> the girls are fighting! Now, I originally purely knew him off Gogglebox. Um, and I've never gotten over the impression I have got from him off Gogglebox. Um, which purely seemed like he was just wanting to shag his own cousin, his own flesh and blood. But when you look into the Fox family, the Fox family are like generations years old. You like you know that shit is nasty. Like that family is nasty. When you go on someone's page and they say, "See the Fox family for more information," because you know there is inbreeding there or at least someone owns slaves. And that has been one of the main sources of my trolling towards him, is saying, look, no one knows who you are except from Gogglebox, where it was evident that you were trying to shag your own cousin. Should I get a life? Yes. But, as we know, I'm making my own podcast from home, so we know I do not have a life, so I will use that time to harass celebrities online yeah so i'm baffled by this man in general about his belief that he is like the voice of the people but whilst coming from like the most insanely privileged family um and i think it is in his nature to want to strike his cousin because i imagine that's how how they've kept the bloodline pure bonk bonk for incest Apologies, my mum has just texted me to say order dominoes. But yeah, I do not know what has given this man. Well, I do know. This is this is a white, strawberry blonde haired man, because I know he would insist that he is strawberry blonde. We just know it. Just attack Tracy for the hell of it. Um where he has got the goddamn audacity to think he's the voice of the people. Um, because as far as I know, this man has not earned his money. The only thing he was in was, um, Lewis. And now, I've never seen it on Gogglebox, and therefore, if it's not on Gogglebox, to me, it is not a key show. It is not a key moment of television. From what I can gather from it, it is one of those, like, super, super depressing, like, ITV things that, like, women in, like, their 60s who, uh, have bad marriages watch. Am I wrong? Like, I purely know what's going on in television due to Gogglebox. And while I'm here, I would like to thank Jenny for her service in informing me as to what is going on in Line of Duty. She gave us a public service 
and for that I will be forever indebted to her. But yeah, soon the local elections that went on this week were just like a hot mess. They were a hot mess where I'm from. And while I was trying to figure out, you know, who I was voting for, who I should vote for, like I found like Facebook pages and it was all like conspiracies about where all our money's gone because we have like a Labour council. Um, and, you know, once you get onto your like, I went onto the local like newspaper website and I kind of just went into a spiral on there. And then there was this whole thing, this whole thing of this old pub um, that is going to be converted into flats. I know this place. I have been past it on the bus and every time I've gone past it, I think, well, damn, if, if that ain't a front for something, then... Because there is no way that is a place of business. The best way they could make money off that is if they were to rent that out to the BBC whenever they wanted to generalise the Northwest. Because it is everything that people think the Northwest is. But yes, yeah, so in the comments, everyone was like, oh, well, the gentrification's begun. Now, I'm against gentrification. However, if I could choose one place to gentrify, good Lord, it would be this. Like, it would be this. It is truly not giving anything to the town. It is a hindrance. Um, this place has hepatitis. The building has hepatitis. Guaranteed. If you told me it was where... ...came from, then I would... My God, I would believe you. And then someone commented, Oh, there goes another lovely local country pub. Now this pub is on a main road and next to a garage. So I do not know what the people of this town are on. But, damn, they on the same stuff as Lawrence Fox. Oh, by Christ, you're going to get it in spade loads. Now, I feel like some people are going to come back and say spreading of the chemsex rumour about Lawrence Fox is morally questionable. However, I rebuke that and say that uh, general generational wealth is morally questionable. It takes a lot to have been married to Billy Piper, who has also been married to Chris Evans, and not Jamal, Chris Evans, the radio presenter, and be the worst one she's married. Ew, David. But I think the most important and devastating news of of the year, you know, I'm very sorry about the hundreds of thousands of deaths, but the worst thing that has happened this year was the announcement, the cock destroyers are no more. Fuck. Now, I think it's fair to say it's probably obvious that I am emotionally unbalanced. But I did shed a tear when I read the news. In the last year, I had my degree stopped. My dog died. I graduated in a pandemic. I was forced to move home. Um, no one will hire me. All my friends are, like, buying houses with their respective partners. But after the, after the dog dying... You bet that this is the worst thing. I can say wholeheartedly that the cock destroyers disbanding is the worst thing to happen in the past year, minus the death of my dog. I say it with confidence, and I think Boris Johnson should say it. Why it has not been discussed on Loose Women this week, I do not know. Sure as hell should have been. Oh, my 
Sorry, I'm ordering this pizza. This fucking But yeah, I'm devastated to hear this. Part of the release of that Scooby-Doo porno. Jinkies! Um, but word on the street, from what I can decipher, is they have broken up because a man became involved. Sophie has a boyfriend now. Disgusting! And I do not think him and Rebecca have been seeing eye to eye. And so, the downfall of the great dynasty that is the Cock Destroyers. Fuck. And they've like blocked and unfollowed each other, and they've basically just been like... Thanks a lot, you idiot. That's kind of the vibes they've been going for. Sorry, I am so professional, I am recording this while scrolling on my phone. And Travis Barker has just posted a picture with the caption, Scoop me up, and oh boy would I. I would scoop you up, but good. Big ol' bald head. And now I'm watching his story. Okay, okay. So, good God, that woman is tiny. There's people that are dying. I think they're running through sprinklers. And she has that, like, her arms are, like, flicked out. She has that, she has that, like, year seven girl run, which I also have. But I think I run like that. In my defense, I run like that because if I ran faster, I'd have a tit to the eye. I'd knock myself out with that shit. But anyway, yes, back to the culture stories. Okay, devastating news. Um, the girls are in fact fighting. I want them to thrive, and I wish they were thriving together, but for now, they, they are not, unfortunately. Sophie Anderson does follow me on Twitter, so I would like to say now that I'm, I'm basically an insider on the situation. Please contact me for further inquiries. But to me, this just proves that truly nothing Nothing good can come of involvement with men. Reminds me, um, makes me move on to my next topic of Alani's Twitter thread. Now, apologies if that is not how you pronounce her name. Now, disclaimer, this is no slander to Sophie and her partner because as a follower, I have seen the content they create and they seem to perform a, a lot of shower sex. So I would hope and imagine that that penis is impeccably clean. So no slander to him, and I am no way implying he is as dirty as the men featured on Aloni's thread. Because oh boy, did that make me proud to be single. I would like a single and proud movement to come out of this. From start to finish, that thread was musky. Dirty peak. But I am pretty much the only straight person in my friendship group. And I'm the only single one in my friendship group as well. It is a huge topic of conversation that my standards are too high. And you know what? Thank you to everyone who contributed to that thread because you have proven to my friends as to why I need those high standards. And then they saw this thread and they said, Okay, arguably it is harder to be a straight woman than it is to be gay. I said what I said. I read this, and my friends read this, and the only conclusion was for the, the Lord to send down a cleansing rain to free our brains of these images and the men mentioned in the thread to cleanse them of their, of their infested genitals. What is going on in America? What is going on in America? Why are there so many cockroaches? Uh, I live in the UK, obviously, not seen a cockroach in my whole entire life. 
But this thread as a whole sealed the deal for me um, on the fact that I am, quote me on this, I am an advocate for reverse conversion therapy. I think conversion therapy should be there for straight people to become gay because if that is what is out there, I don't want to be like this anymore. Heterosexuality is the sickness. But I'm not even going to read out anything from that thread because while this podcast is listed as explicit, I do not believe that title extends to the words that were said. I'll be on my deathbed. And those those very graphic images will be the last thing I think about because they are scorched, scorched into my brain. And honestly, speaking of dirty bastards, I am going to talk about what I said I would talk about in the trailer. Pedophiles. This was an article that it was about this teacher called called Blake Bailey. There's this woman wrote the article and she was like, Blake Bailey, an amazing teacher, but raging nonce. Not the actual title, so don't Google that. But that's the genuine gist of it. He'd come out and he'd written this autobiography as a successful writer now, um, but had been a teacher. And I just had to know everything about this whole story because it was totally bizarre. And so basically in the 90s he was a teacher, an English teacher, and what he would do was he would sleep with female students once they'd gone to college. The thing that got me is that they trusted him so much and they had such a connection with him, like a lifelong connection, because he was asking, um, as part of the homework, was to like write a journal, like an actual journal full on. I don't know how American grades work, so maybe they were like 12, 13. Now 12 and 13 is an absolute hellscape of an age. Yeah, so he was getting these kids to just write diaries and he would read them and comment on them, like full in-depth diaries. And teachers knew about it and they were like, well, he was an excellent teacher at the time. I was like, but none of you thought, hmm, I don't think he should be forcing kids to write diaries and reading them. That's a red flag if I've ever seen one. Right to jail. I really just don't trust male teachers who are too friendly. There was the equivalent of this guy at my school who was a science teacher and from the get-go I never, I never liked this man. I was like, you're a weird dude, you're a weird dude because he would. Now listen to this and tell me that this is not just the reddest flag you've ever heard. This man would just walk around the canteen like shaking a bottle of Tabasco sauce. <laughs> shaking a bottle of Tabasco sauce! Right to jail. He's one of those blokes who was like, everyone was like, oh, he's just banter, isn't he? He's banter. And, you know, when people tell me that middle aged men are banter, I just ask me to think, well, so they're probably an absolute arsehole. That's code for that to me. And true enough, he was. And I did end up having him as a teacher in like year 10 and 11. And I was just, I just sat in a room with him and would just think, you shouldn't be allowed to teach. You should not be allowed to teach. There's something not right with you. And so I, um, even though I had a bit of, a bit of the old mental illness. So I would just not go to his class and I would go and sit somewhere else and teach myself physics. I took my executive judgment and thought nope 
that's not a bit of me. I do not want to be in a room with this man because this is the man who, the one time we were actually teaching, I started writing these down. He's like, why are you writing? You don't need to write right now. And I was thinking, well, I do need to write because this is the only bit of science I think you've ever taught me. And for all I know, a big old white guy with a beard really did create the world because that's all I could begin from what you are teaching me. He was, in fact, a prosecuted paedophile in the end. And I just thought, yup, that makes sense to me. And it's one of those things, everyone on Facebook, and this is what, you know, the girl was saying in this article, she was like, people were going, oh, but he was such a great teacher. I didn't see that coming. I was thinking, yeah, you thought he was great because he was so friendly. And, you know, I don't think teachers are meant to be friends with you. <laughs> Let's end on that cheerful note about paedophiles, obviously. Um... Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed the first full episode of Have You Seen My Dad? Please subscribe and if you're on Apple Podcasts you can leave a review. Obviously this is the first episode. It can't get worse than this. It can only get better. I think for the next episodes if you follow me on Twitter and on Instagram I'd love it if you sent me things and said please talk about this. My Instagram and Twitter are linked. I have nothing better to do than to read and watch anything you want me to. Trust me, I'll do it. Dear Lord, what a sad little life, Jane. Apologies if you clicked on this thinking it would be advice on how to find long lost family or if you are a big genealogy nut. It could not be further from that. But again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Especially if you're not just friends who are forced to listen to this. And hopefully I'll see you next week where I will be talking about how I truly believe I could pull Harry Styles on a good day. I say what I say! For now, let's once again let the cause unofficially and without royalties play us out.